host Miranda and today we're going to get into the power of control in a couple of different ways. Number one, how to recognize when you are being taken advantage of or when you are being controlled and ways to put an end to that. And number two, how to realize when things are out of your control and when to let go. But before we do that, be sure to subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Mindset Deficit. That's M-I-N-D-S-E-T-D-E-F-I-C-I-T to stay up to date on the latest news and releases. Today's episode is sponsored by Wild Blush Boutique. If you're looking for clothes that you can dress up, dress down, stay home in, go out in, head over to wildblush.shop to find your perfect fit. They have sweaters, jeans, graphic tees, dresses, skirts, and more. The quality and packaging is top tier, and that's honestly my favorite part. Wild Blush is passionate about sharing cute, trendy, and affordable clothing, and they're offering 15% off for our podcast listeners when you go to wildblush.shop and use code MINDSET. That's W-I-L-D-B-L-U-S-H dot shop and use code MINDSET, M-I-N-D-S-E-T, for 15% off your order. And a special shout out to I2I Creation. Sophia at I2I Creation offers custom paintings on anything, shoes, canvas, jeans, and any other clothing. Head over to her Instagram at I2I Creation. That's the letter I, the number two, the letter I, Creation, and send her a DM of your ideas, and she'll bring your inspirations to life. My favorite is the Air Force Ones. She can create any design and will work with you to ensure you're getting exactly what you want. Again, that's I2I Creation on Instagram, and tell her Mindset Deficit sent you. So, let's get into it. The feeling of needing to be in control. The need for control of every situation that happens to you is something that maybe not every person deals with, but definitely a lot of us do. And not only the need to be in control, but the way in which we let other things control us as well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's first start off with the feeling that you need to control everything around you. Are you somebody who has a hard time letting go or letting others organize and do things that specifically impact you? Let's say, for example, there's a big project coming up at school or at work that you have to do with other people. So you've been given a task to do and you're not the only person in charge of getting said task done. Are you easily able to let other people make decisions about the project and the ways you go about finishing it? Or are you the one who's doing the entire project and, you know, you're not even letting other people offer help or opinions on it? I know it could go either way. You could be both, and maybe it just depends on the people you're doing the project with. But let's say for the sake of the topic that you're assigned this project or task and a person you're doing it with is a total control freak and will not budge on anything. They want things done a certain way, and it has to be done that certain way, or they become absolutely horrible to work with. Maybe you're thinking, you know, wow, it's really not that big of a deal as long as things get finished appropriately and when they're supposed to, it's all okay. I don't know why this person is so specific and controlling over the way we do things. But why do you think that is? Is that person also very controlling in other aspects too? not just during the duration of the project or task? Probably so. Let's talk about that. 
Is that person very critical of others too? Not being able to let simple mistakes go or maybe even turning things down completely unless they are 110% perfect. Their need for control outweighs every other thing, even sometimes sacrificing the original plan completely. In other words, it's their way or the highway. Now, I'm not talking about your everyday controls like, I want to do this task at work because I have a vision for it and I want to see it be completed, or the lighter things like that. I'm talking much deeper than that, about the need for absolute control of what everybody does around you, the need to have everybody do all things that you ask them to do all of the time exactly how you want it, where if someone were to say jump, everybody would just bow down and immediately say how high. And you might be thinking that this person just has a high standard, that they are a leader, they are driven, and that they are a perfectionist, and they see the potential of what things could be and will only strive for that perfection. But really, when you look at it deeper, somebody who is very intensely controlling is probably doing much, much more than just striving for perfection. A good leader is probably a perfectionist, yeah, but a good leader is also somebody who has integrity, empathy, and humility, and is also inspiring, and if that person doesn't also have those characteristics, then no, they are not a good leader. They are simply controlling and desiring power over others. They are not going to make you feel good. They will critique your every decision and probably even make you feel stupid or use words that put you below them, saying things like, you know better than that, or we talked about this, do you not remember, or I'm sorry you feel that way. Those statements are all gaslighting, narcissistic gaslighting to be more specific. One thing narcissistic people desire is control. Needing control over every single thing to ensure they are getting exactly what they want and obtaining the image that they want. You may ask yourself, doesn't this person care that what they say is hurtful? Or, I don't think I could ever speak that way to a classmate or a coworker. How could they do that? And you'll probably drive yourself crazy searching for the answer or even trying to help them see things that way. You will never find those answers. A narcissistic personality will seek to control everything, every single person or group that they are a part of, but it's not just about control for the sake of it. It's about the protection of the ego and self-esteem, and it's about feeling power and superiority. And underneath that need for control and power and superiority is very intense, deep-rooted insecurity. They need that control because deep down, they derive validation and happiness from getting the maximum amount of attention and praise from others. And how do they do that, you ask? Well, of course, by making themselves look good. By making themselves look like they are the smartest, most capable, and most superior person in every room, even if that means abusing people to get them to do what they want. And since they're so insecure, they need to be constantly told about how great they are and receive constant praise, and when you do not do that for them, they turn very cold and are very just uncomfortable to be around altogether. 
And they will do everything in their power to keep that control over you, so much so that you begin to question your own thoughts or the way that things actually even happened. And maybe you don't even realize how much control somebody has over you. Um, There are, are many instances where you maybe think to yourself, wow, I can't believe, you know, I let myself get like that. But some ways to tell, um, ask yourself these questions. Do you constantly worry about whether or not you're doing something wrong? Are you nervous whenever that person is around you or feel like you have to walk on eggshells when in their presence? Are you scared to ask that person for help because you know they will react with rage and or shame for you just asking for help? And to take that even further, do you avoid asking them any questions, period, and avoid telling them about mistakes because you know they will use it against you and hold it over your head? If it's your boss or manager, are you scared to ask for time off or scared to say no to a task that they're giving you? If you answered yes to many or all of these questions, you are more than likely being controlled. And if you want to admit that to yourself or not, that is a fact. You should never feel like you have to walk on eggshells, ask for help, or avoid telling somebody of a mistake, and you should especially not feel scared to say no. Setting boundaries is hard, but you deserve to do that for yourself. But how? If you're terrified of that person in general, confronting them or doing things that you know will upset them is obviously not something you're jumping to do. So how do you put a stop to all of this nonsense without creating a catastrophe? You more than likely deal with this person not only when you are with them, but when you're alone too. Their words to you probably eventually become your own words to yourself and you start believing what they say about or to you as truth. But don't let somebody have that power over you. Try to tell yourself that what they're dealing with in their own mind and the way they view themselves is much, much worse than what you're dealing with. Remember the reason why they behave the way that they do is likely because they are so damn insecure that they have to bring others down in order to lift themselves up. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot you can do aside from cutting them out of your life completely. You cannot force somebody to change or to even see things from your point of view if they do not want to. But the one thing that you have control over is your own perspective. Remember that this is not your issue and the way that people treat you is not who you are. Something that I found helps me is instead of flat out saying the word no with a lot of firmness or even attitude, whether that attitude is warranted or not, instead of using the word no, use a more gentle form of no, which can be... Um, Very instigating for someone like that when a controlling person or a narcissistic person hears the word no, for whatever the situation is, they are immediately defensive and feel as if they're being personally attacked or like you're intentionally trying to trigger them. But if you were to say instead, like, what I'm going to do is blank. That takes the potential fight out of your words while also not agreeing to do something that you do not want to do and also takes away the option for them to give an opinion. So if you're doing something that they need to know about, do not give them the opportunity for them to voice their opinion. Instead of asking them, you know, what they think about what you're doing, instead say, I'm doing this and not what do you think about this? And that takes the entire option for opinion off the table for them. 
And it's important to pick your battles. Even if you're simply just tired of them exuding that controlling behavior around you, ask yourself if it's worth your time and energy to try and stop it. If the task or event or whatever it is is something that's not a big deal, let them do it how they want. Protect your energy in every way that you can and just know for yourself that while they think they're quote-unquote winning, that you're simply just choosing not to engage and just letting it go. Which brings us to another discussion on control, when to let go and realize that things are out of your control. On the flip side of this, we all do desire a certain amount of control over our own lives. The difference between what we're about to talk about and all that we have just talked about is that while we want control over our own lives, we do not desire the control of others. So it's normal to want to control the things we do for ourselves. We control where we want to work, what we go to school for, and who we choose to associate with to a certain extent. Of course, we want control over these things. But there are many, many things that we all encounter in life that are out of our own control. For instance, the pandemic. Obviously, if we could, we would choose to not have COVID be a thing, right? At least I wouldn't. But there is nothing that you or myself could have done to stop the pandemic from happening altogether, right? Like, obviously, we try to do our part to try and stop the spread, but aside from that, there's absolutely nothing that you or I could have done to stop it before it started. And that is an example of something that is truly out of your control. But how hard was it to let that go for some of us, to accept the fact that it's here and it's happening whether we like it or not? That was hard for a lot of people and still is. But at what point does it become too much to keep worrying and stressing about things like that that we solely have no control over? Did you let the news and media, etc. control you like that too? I know I did too for a while. I'm not trying to be insensitive here either, by the way. It is very important to stay informed and even more so to do your part. When I'm saying control, I mean choosing to let it impact and influence your well-being, just using this as an example here. A lot of people, myself included, let things that they have no control over impact their way of life and, even more so, their peace and happiness. Maybe it's because you care so much that when things don't go right the first time, you're upset and let down. Understandable. But there's a fine line there between feeling bummed out and letting it consume you, right? If you're so consumed by the things that you have no control over that you're letting it impact the way you live your life, you have a problem there with the way that you're internalizing things. If you're constantly checking in on whatever it is on the news, on your social media, every 20 minutes, trying to see everything that's going on about it, you're letting that control you and stress you out. You're allowing that access to your well-being mentally and if it becomes you know, bad enough physically too. Mentally, being so stressed increases your risk of, you know, developing depression and anxiety and can potentially change the structure of your brain and how it responds, in turn increasing the likelihood of developing mental illness. And physically, when you're stressed out, your muscles tense up and get stressed too. It's like a reflex when you're stressed You get tense and your body physically tries to protect you. Muscle tension can lead to a number of things like, you know, tension headaches, back pain, to name a few. And not only that, 
it does take a toll on your heart too, increasing your risk, you know, for hypertension, high cholesterol, and a long list of other illnesses as well. Do you know how much the pandemic increased the average blood pressure in the United States? Obviously, there are many, many reasons for the average to increase during the pandemic, too. Many reasons for me to even name. But in otherwise healthy and even fairly young individuals, the average blood pressure went up so much. And in those younger and healthy individuals, it was due to the stress. And I know it's valid. It's a valid reason for many people to be stressed because the uncertainties were endless. But back to you know, the topic here, there is and was nothing you or I could have done to make this not happen. That is out of our control. There was no way for us to stop a problem that we didn't even know was going to exist. And aside from doing our part, there's nothing else we can do. And if you're going to sit and let it raise your stress levels and raise your own blood pressure, you go ahead. Do your part, you know, maintain a healthy mentality and stop letting it influence and impact you because that's quite literally all you can do. All of this to say that letting things out of your control impact and influence you in such a way that you become unhealthy and you lose sight of what truly matters to you or the things that bring you joy or the things that make life worth living for you is more detrimental to you than you probably even realize. Instead of focusing on things that you cannot control, focus on the things that fill your cup. Do the things that you can control and do them well. Set goals, work to achieve them, and pat yourself on the back when you do. And notice your mindset. Be aware of the way that you think about things because that affects how you feel. Spend more time doing things that are important to you and find healthy ways to cope with your stress. So that's all for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you find time to do all of the things that you love and start saying yes to yourself more. If you like today's episode, be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and turn on our notifications. Follow us on Instagram at Mindset Deficit to stay up to date on the latest episodes and announcements. New episodes out every Friday, and I will see you guys next time. 